Strauss. Welcome. This is MLS Recap Week 10. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. So right. am I allowed am I allowed to talk this this week or Yes, you oh, are, Lewis. This. Do not start this. Please get on the board. Okay, Don't I, I just wonder. Well, yeah, well, you know what? There were no five-star ratings this past week. So the listeners want to hear more of me. So I'm back, guys. I'm back. <laughs> so, guys, guess who else is back? <laughs> Toronto FC. Uh, right, they faced Philadelphia this weekend. Yeah, but do you call they're them back, back if they're just against Philadelphia, back, though? Philadelphia. They're, back, they're against Philadelphia at home. Come on. Come on. If, this is if, like Philadelphia a played, if they would have played this game last week, Philadelphia probably would have won or got a result. So Actually, yes. um, you know what? That's actually yes, true. Yes. I'm, I'm going to have yes. to agree with that. We all, all agree right, on so, that one, but I mean, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> like, let's call Chloe the fucking fortune teller and like give us other forecasts. But no, Chloe. Oh, I think Cleo. You meant, I you, Cleo. That's right. Ah, I fucked up. I thought you. Were, I thought you made Chloe like from Smallville. I'm no, like the one I with the up. weird sex cult thing. Yeah, no. Well, we could call her too, but mm, that's a little thing. <laughs> I don't want to wait. Oh no, that's not it. All right, let's go. Let's oh, get into MLS Week get to, okay. 10, guys. Uh, so Toronto FC versus Philadelphia. 28th minute, Jovinko feeds Hassler on the far right. He sends it into the box. Vasquez gets his foot to it and sends it to the far post to make it 1-0 TFC. 67th minute, Jovinko up the left side. He goes in. He goes out. Then he bowls his way over a defender, and he sends it low and hard into the bottom right corner to make it 2-0 89th minute. TFC on the break. Hamilton feeds Chapman. He has Giovinco, but he takes it himself. He makes it 3-0 to Toronto. They're back, baby. Not to say that Philly didn't have a chance because Bono did have to come up with some big saves here. But he keeps them off the board. Toronto gets but a win. That's kind of been Philly this whole season, right? They've gotten their chances. They take their shots, but they just don't find the back of the net. So... It, it, it's been the story of Philadelphia. But, yeah, I mean, we knew that Toronto was going to be back. It, it was only a matter of time once they, uh, they they focus on the MLS season. Philadelphia just happened to be the first game. And, uh, you know, it, Toronto did exactly what <clears throat> everyone expected them to do. Got me my double down. And, you know, I'm happy. Yeah, again, <laughs> like I said, um, look, it. this was expected. It's not a big deal. It really isn't. And I don't really feel like this is a big bounce back because it's Philly, folks. Philly, folks. Also, I would like to uh, call this uh, uh, this episode the backseat driver because we're on the road with Lewis now. And if you're hearing the traffic, uh, we're just all in the car. Yeah, I'm driving down the 15 freeway right now, guys. So there could right. be some live deaths right now. If that gives us five-star ratings, it was all worth it. <laughs> Please don't five-star rate us for more deaths. Don't, no, I'd rather get, <laughs> I'd rather not have the five star. I'm okay right, for five star rating for more depth, but not deaths. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, I also don't want any more debt. So, would you, we'll would you stop distracting <laughs> me? I'm trying to drive over here. <laughs> Next up, Montreal versus New England. Roll reversal here. Uh, 47 minutes. Really P- yes. Yes. <laughs> breaks the lines and feeds Jackson Hamel on the break one on one with the keeper. He makes it 1 0 to Montreal. 50th minute. Jackson Hamel fed again by Piotti. He's in behind the defense and he hits a, a cool shot 
to the far post. <laughs> but Palo, a cool Palo, shot. it bangs off the post. Keeper had no idea what was happening there. Jackson Hamel, though, would get a brace when Piatti again feeds him. This time, he makes no mistake. It's 2-0 for Montreal. 65th minute, Piatti feeds Edwards as Jackson Hamel makes the off-the-ball run to pull the defenders. It's 3-0 to Montreal. Piatti will now take one on his own. He uh, gets one over the top, and he puts in the fourth goal for Montreal. It's about time that guy did something. Uh, New England get their consolation goal in the 78th minute from a corner. Zaibo puts one, pulls one back, and then Zaibo again. He gets another one in the 86th minute. Montreal surprises New England 4-2. What, what, what can I say about this game? I, I thought this was one of the I don't even remember what I had uh, in balls and beers in this game, but I definitely didn't have a Montreal win. I think I might have had a. I think draw, this was a draw for both win. of us. I don't even remember. Yeah, either. maybe. Yeah, I honestly don't remember. But point is, uh, uh, this is just not look. quite as MLSy as other games that we have seen, but certainly uh, a surprise, um, a, a very bad Montreal team on the road or at home. And a New England team that has been very surprising uh, so far this season. Uh, and they let four goals, four, uh, go through um, a little bit uncharacteristic of them uh, from what we've seen this season. But, um, you know, good on Montreal. They get a yeah. victory. So. I mean, yeah, exactly what Lewis was saying. That's why I think, uh, well, I had New England as a win. So that's what I was expecting. And so Montreal really took a surprise at a surprise swing at us, I think. Um, and uh, good for them. I mean, shit. Yeah, and actually, you know what? Since since you guys have allowed me to talk, I should probably talk about this game for like twenty minutes. Please, no, dude. <laughs> Next up is just... <laughs> New York, the the Hudson River Derby. Why is there uh, no New York middle ground? versus <laughs> versus <laughs> NYCFC? The Red Bulls put on an absolute clinic. Things top off early, or things pop off early at Red Bull Arena. Bradley Wright Phillips. Gets behind the defense with the help of a long ball from Davis. His shot is saved by Sean Johnson, but Kaku is there to clean up at the back post in the second minute. In the second minute of the game. This was but crazy. Two, this was embarrassing for NYCFC. Yes. Embarrassing. Two minutes later, NYC defender fails to clear a ball. And, you know, he he's like at the midfield almost. I mean, it's so innocuous. Um, but it didn't and it didn't seem dangerous at all, but the Red Bull swarmed. Uh, and recover the ball. Kaku feeds a brilliant ball into Valo, whose shot is uh, deflected and sails past Sean Johnson uh, to make it 2-0 in the fourth minute. In the 35th minute, B-W-P. How do you leave Bradley Wright Phillips alone to get a free header? Kaku's cross finds him to make it 3-0. 79th minute, a series of unfortunate events. Uh, finds Etienne Jr. with the ball at his feet. He finishes off NYCFC with a fourth goal. And here's the crazy part, guys. It could have been so much worse for NYCFC. Uh, New York had two shots blocked. They hit the post at one other point. New York had nothing in this game. No, I know. I mean, I think we did we lose Lewis, David? Yeah, probably. Okay. Well, you know, uh, so like, and dude, look at it. 
Once NYCFC got scored on in the in the first uh, the the first first goal, they were just stunned. They had nothing to do. They had they they could they couldn't get back in any way, and um, it just they're lucky to get out of there four um, zero. Yeah, I was upset. Could have been seven. Like, I should have known better in balls and beers. I should have known better, um, but I was still hoping out for them. But uh, wow, Red Bulls, you deserve that win. You dominated. Uh, congrats and freaking wear that freaking crown, New York. Yeah. So I so I had said uh, during balls and beers that no result would really surprise me. If New York, if the Red Bulls won the game. It wouldn't surprise me. If it was a draw, it wouldn't surprise me. If NYCFC would win, it wouldn't surprise me. However, a blowout, wasn't expecting that. That did surprise me. <laughs> um, th- th- that was just like out-, out of nowhere. I mean, how is it 2-0 on one of the best teams in MLS in, in five minutes? Uh, uh, unbelievable. Good on the New York Red Bulls. Um, they actually have a little three-game winning streak against NYCFC, so that's something to keep an eye on, mm-hmm. and I think I just give you guys valuable information for the no, next balls of beer. Son of a... All right, then. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, g- g- good on New York there, and um, yeah, wow, just 4-0. I don't know what the hell happened I- in that game, but um, yeah, that's all I got, unless you want me to keep going. No. All right, next up is Minnesota versus <laughs> Vancouver. <laughs> Vancouver with a couple of uh, chances in the first half. Blondell's shot is slightly blocked. Uh, Shuttleworth has to make a uh, fingertip save here. Uh, Wasson has one saved off the line. In the 50th minute, uh, Toye will see a straight red for an elbow to Kendall Wasson's midsection. Uh, and Minnesota will play a man down. And just when things are looking dark, there's only one man to call to get the job done. That's right. It's Batman. Miguel Ibarra gives the loons life as his shot is saved, but the fo- he follows it up and makes it 1-0 to Minnesota. After that, it was preserve and survive. Shuttleworth makes a punch save on Breckshay Curler uh, that had eyes for the upper 90. Minnesota hang on and get their two-game winning streak going. Oh, man, I was so happy for this game. I mean, look at Minnesota is like... My little, like, like my, my little children that I'm like, come on, like, you can do <laughs> my it. My little children. <laughs> <laughs> because, dude, look at, animated because, series, because here's the thing, here's the children. thing, here's, this is, here's the thing, this is what I'm trying to say. They have talent. My, they my have, 11 sons. They, they have, they have a lot of talent, but they have much challenges ahead of them. Um, and they have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things to get through, but they, sometimes they, they break through it and, and sometimes they, um, they persevere, and I feel like they persevered in this game. Uh, they they really worked their their asses off on this one, and they um, they really worked their asses off for their fans. Let me mention this really quick. Um, I think this is the first time I realized that Minnesota, after a win in their home stadium, they play uh, Oasis Wonderwall every win. Oh, really? That's a very weird choice to me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I mean because I I I relate oh, that song very differently. So now when I see hundreds of Minnesotians singing that song in the stadium holding scarves up, I'm like, "What are you singing about?" Anyways, whatever. Yeah, Wonderwall <laughs> didn't seem like the appropriate uh song there, right? But it seems like yeah. that's their, that's the song that they play at every uh end of the game that they win. They should, they should because, switch the because I saw because I saw a grandma seeing it and I'm like, how the fuck does she know this? Come on, like she's been in the game, so she learned <laughs> yeah. it. She we're learned get, it. We're getting older, man. 
I know, yeah, right? We are. <laughs> She's my so, age. Uh, Oasis, was, <laughs> Oasis was early 90s, dude. I know. Well, I know. I know. It was people last, are grandmas. Was, people was it, that listen to Oasis are was, grandmas now. Was it that last week? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, man. So I, I don't remember who said it. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a coach or if it was a player who made a comment that, you know, when Atlanta wins a game, you know, everyone is excited and hyped and they're talking about it and it's news. But is that Minnesota, Ibsen? Is that Ibsen from Minnesota? I, I don't remember who it was. But, uh, yeah, but when Minnesota wins a game, you know, n- nobody really pays attention. Except for here's me. Here's the thing. <laughs> except for Bobby. Except for Bobby. Um, but, but here's the thing. I think I, I, I'm kind of jumping on board with that because here's a team that I, I disagree with you, Bobby. I don't think they have talent. I don't think they have that much talent, and, and the talent that they do have, they're well, injured. It it so, depends. It depends on the structure and level of talent you're putting it up against. I feel like, uh, like I'm like, look at against the talent of Galaxy, no. But at the same time, do I think we can beat Minnesota? Mm, I'm not sure either. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, here's the thing: with all the injuries that they've had. Um, and with the talent, and what I mean by talent, I'm putting up against a, a, a playoff team. I don't have Minnesota in the playoffs this season. No, I don't. But either. as as it currently stands, they would be fifth in the West. However, you know, I have to say, you know what? For what they've accomplished, and you know, they've accomplished more than the Galaxy have with mm-hmm. less tools and with less talent. So maybe we should start paying attention to Minnesota. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, they definitely. I mean, they definitely don't not have talent. I mean, they have Quintero, they have Ramirez, they have Ibarra, uh, they had but Finley and is, and, and uh, Ramirez is is injured. Uh, uh, Quintero is is a new addition, uh, two weeks in. Right. Yeah. I'm uh, just saying that the, the team on paper, the team on paper, they have some some pieces. Ethan uh, Finley's gone for the season. Ethan Finley's gone for the season, and so is. Um, but they, uh, but this team really boy, works for each other though. Lino. It's a very different. It's but like I don't yeah. know because maybe because we I've been because we've been paying attention because of ball and beers. Everybody listen to balls and beers. Um, for me, for me, it's a, they're a blue collar team. Like that's the I, way. Exactly. That's the best way yes, to absolutely. absolutely. I was gonna say th- th- this is this is a team that's right up David's alley. That they're they're, they're a very a working class team. They're, they're not they're gonna the be sexy. They're the new Philly Union, David. <laughs> no, no, they're better than Philly. Oh no, I God, know, David but I mean gonna, the new. You know what I'm saying. David is gonna give him the kiss of death. When no, the, please I don't because about the please loons. don't because every every <laughs> prediction he's had of the loons has been wrong pretty much. So please don't don't mess it up for me, Dave. I have them winning. Check out balls and beers. Yeah, and I have them losing. Uh, so <laughs> next up, next up, LAFC versus Dallas. Uh, Beta Shore feeds Rossi, or fed by Rossi. Sorry, uh, played in behind the defense to make it one zero LAFC uh, in the 18th minute. Simon will clear one off the line. Dallas again hits LAFC on the break. Rudy to Barrios. His shot is saved by Miller. In the uh, 55th minute, Barrios hits a Rudy. He turns Simon and hits one low and hard to make it 1 1. Uh, hey, FC Dallas, sorry. FC Dallas gets a draw here uh, in, in LA. Um, but guess what, guys? LAFC keeps uh, using those homophobic chants. I think it's time for MLS to uh, step in and start sanctioning them. What do you guys think? Uh, well, uh, I think the front office, uh, or at least uh, one of their you know, 600 owners, have actually come out and said that they would kick out or um, revoke um, season tickets uh, to anyone caught using the chant. I'm not sure how 
um, that's going to play out since that chant was uh, alive and well in this past game. So I don't know how many people lost their season tickets. I'm going to go with an over and under of zero. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think at this point MLS needs to get in. Uh, I, I, I honestly, I don't know uh, if uh, LAFC did anything um, after that game. Uh, no, uh, there's been no word of it. Um, I, I got a feeling that no one out there would be reporting it uh, also. So yeah, I, I think at this point uh, MLS has to step in. And some sort of fine has to be uh, implemented. Um, and yeah, as far as the as far as the game is concerned, uh, LAFC playing of chances um, should have won the game. Um, if you want to go, you know, biased, uh, probably should have lost the game because you know offside goal. But you know, whatever. Um, either way. Uh, I lost the game in balls and beers, so, you know, fuck LAFC. <laughs> yeah, you know, offside gold, yes. Uh, Dallas did a lot better than I expected them to. Um, that was that was kind of... Sh- I don't know, I was very surprised about that. I thought LAFC was going to, like, really... Not hand it to Dallas, but just be able to take control. Um, as for uh, MLS uh, stepping in and sanctioning, yeah, I don't know about sanctioning. I think they should be, sa- they should be stepping in, but you got to remember, <clears throat> and at the same time be realistic as uh, human beings, this takes time. When we got uh, the Dos Santos uh, uh, first into our stadium, that took time. It, di- it was faster than it would have been in other stadiums because we already had our morals in place in the stadium. Um, but um, there's a different... There's a different it's different over there because it's just brand new and they need to, they need to like start figuring out what's right and what's wrong for themselves. So, uh, but I do think MLS needs to get involved because as a whole in the league, that's unacceptable. So it takes time. All right. Uh, this has been, it takes time by Bobby. Um, (laughs) next up is Seattle versus Columbus. Uh, do we really need to talk about a nil nil draw here guys? Nah, but you know what? It takes time. (laughs) Uh, I say yes, we do, because it did have some repercussions here. Uh, 15th minute, Pedro Santos uh, goes to clear a ball, and he gets a little too aggressive. His high kick lands on Alex Roldan's jaw. Uh, VAR says it's a red. Columbus will play it with 10 men for the final 60 minutes of the match. Uh, Columbus still, though, looking like the better team. Zardes has two good looks but wasn't able to score. He even deftly feeds Valenzuela at point-blank range, but he sends his shot high, well over the bar. Uh, I know traditionally you'd say that the team that went down a man held on, but I got to say Seattle kind of got lucky to get a point here. I, I I don't know what is going on with Seattle. Uh, is the loss of Jordan Morris really, really that bad? I mean, I, I didn't think it would be this uh, it would affect them this much and knowing that they were going to be down a striker that they probably would have went out and replaced them and they never did um maybe this is just seattle being seattle you know their season usually doesn't start until august and then they go all the way to mls cup so you know i'm not really sure what to make of this team but they're at the bottom of the standings I, i i did not think uh for one second that they would be at the bottom of the standings so um Yay? I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what it looks like right now. I mean, it looks like Seattle is starting to, like, piece each other together right now, but it's taking a very long time. It's a very slow start. It's in the winter time, um, even though it's not, you know, what I'm saying. Uh, but um, crew, 
they sh- they had their chances, and I do agree that I think. See, here's the thing: like watching, you know, listen to balls and beers, uh, watching them in the last few weeks. I just always like there's so many games that I feel like they're the better team, but they just cannot eke it out. Um, much like us, so I agree with Dave. But yeah. All right. Next up, Chicago versus Atlanta. Fifty uh, third minute it takes uh, Atlanta here. Miggy to Gonzalez Perez. Hits the ball the off the underside of the bar <laughs> to make it 1-0 in the 57th minute. Chicago defense uh, get their feet caught in cement as uh, Nagby is in alone. He takes a look. Oh, look. Hi. There's Martinez. Here you go, Yosef. 2-0 Atlanta. Uh, 61st minute. Ellis gets one back for Chicago. This one was easy for Atlanta. 2-1 win on the road. Um, I'm not sure if it was easy yeah, for Atlanta. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think yeah. they, I think <laughs> obviously they're by far the better team. Uh, but I, I think mm. it was closer than what the, the talent level gap, uh, really, really shows. I think they really had to work for it, but uh, they, they, again, they, they continue to, uh, to win. They, they're on, uh, a nine game unbeaten streak. Um, uh, eight of those are wins. Uh, there was only one draw in that unbeaten streak. So yeah. um, th- this team is just scary good. It really is scary good. And um, I mean, what, what more can I say? I mean, if you're not watching this uh, this team, uh, you're really missing out because they're fun to watch. And um, th- this truly is uh, an MLS 3.0. Um, and, and they are by far the standard bearers of this league. Yeah, they're absolutely scary good. Um but here's the thing. Uh, there's been teams that's been able to hold them down to a scoreline that is only by a goal. Uh, so like Chicago, I mean, these past few weeks, they've been they've been really showing that they've been actually been able to contend, even though they haven't been doing as well as we remember them last season. They've been able to contend and get into get into areas where they make games difficult for teams that are much better than them um so atlanta i was really shocked that they only won by one goal in this game uh so i think that if there's specific teams that actually pay attention to this they can actually win over atlanta there are some creeks but creeks and cracks but um atlanta's pretty tight there so uh yeah that was i mean atlanta won that game they deserve that game but uh i mean all, all respect to Chicago to hold them down that long. Well, I, this is one of those uh, games where, I mean, even you said it, Bobby, like you couldn't lock this game. You couldn't double down on this game because yeah. you felt that this was like kind of an MLSE game. Um, and I felt the same way. So uh, I, I'm, I'm not shocked that it was a, a two to one victory. I'm not shocked that it was so close. I, I honestly felt that Chicago was going to tie this game. Um, I was kind of scared that that was going to happen. Yeah, by but, the looks of it. Know, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I mean, obviously the class uh, class is there, and it actually won out. Atlanta is now uh, top of the Eastern Conference, top of the Supporters Shield race. They're they actually have a game on hand over NYCFC and are already above them two points with a uh, plus goal differential of thirteen. So I mean, again, uh, th- these are the standard bearers of the league. Absolutely, and um, just hurry up and win something so you can be in CCL already, please. <laughs> uh. Another team at the top of their conference, Sporting Kansas City versus Colorado. Uh, 16th minute, Beasler long ball to Apare. He heads it across the face of the goal. And uh, Shelton with the Palomita 
toward the toward the post. Brave, brave play right there, going for that shot. Uh, he hits the post though, but Saloy is there to make it one zero to Sporting Kansas City. Uh, Saloy will hit the post again in the 29th minute. Baji misses a golden opportunity to equalize. Uh, Sporting Kansas City controls much of the match, but couldn't get more than one past Howard. 1-0 win at home. So this is a game that I feel is uh, surprising. I thought at home, Kansas City would probably put up a lot more against Colorado. I know Colorado usually yeah. parks the bus. I know they're looking for a counterattack. I know that you know that there is not much happening on Colorado, and they rely on their defense. They rely on that one or two counters and free kicks that they may um, end up getting um, at some point during the game. But uh, I'm kind of surprised uh, Kansas City only put one uh, past Colorado. But it, it doesn't matter. Win by one goal, win by ten goals. Uh, a win is a win. And Kansas City uh, did what they were supposed to do. They sit atop the Western Conference, uh, currently sitting in, I believe, they're in third place in the. Oh no, actually, I think they're in second place uh, in the in the Supporter Shield race. Uh, they're tied with uh, New York City, but and with the better goal differential. So uh, Kansas City's still uh, still up there, but uh, th- they look to be a little bit more vulnerable. Oh, they're uh, much um, more. What so. you're saying, Lewis? Well, yeah, they're yeah. much more. No, I mean, look at. No one's surprised that SKC won over Colorado. If you win over Colorado this year, then you're just normal. Um, it's not a big deal. Uh, I am surprised that, like Lewis said, that they didn't score more, um, especially at home. So that's basically it. I mean, look at I've 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 all I've lost all faith in Colorado to do anything this year. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You had you had faith in Colorado? Well, if, if <laughs> no, I mean in the beginning of the if season. You did, that's every, gone now. If, if it, 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 I'm just saying, in the beginning of the season, everybody had a chance, man. No, you're right. No, 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 you're, you're absolutely right. I was just gonna say the faith is distributed evenly across all the teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At the beginning of the season. Well, not for me because of all the bubble teams in the Western Conference I had. Colorado was not one of them. Well, we're, I'm not. I'm not saying they're a bubble team. I'm just saying like. I'm actually making a joke about me, but go I, on. I got you. I got you. Right. I got you. Uh, next up, San Jose versus Portland. Look, the only thing I really have to say about this game is that San Jose like, lost <laughs> off of a Valeri free kick. So I have to ask, was this a golazo? Look, it, I don't hate San Jose enough to give a goal that I wouldn't vote a golazo a golazo. So this is no golazo for me. I like this shot. I, I don't know why I actually got one. I was like, I mean, and it kind of pissed me off because it kind of ruined my draw. Um, so fuck San Jose for that. And uh, we know fuck San Jose for, you know, any other reason. But yeah, all reasons. I all. saw it. Uh, all reasons. Every for reason. breathing. In fact, fuck San Jose. It, in fact, <laughs> yeah, exactly. In fact, for no reason at all. Fuck San Jose. But um, no. Uh, for all I one. actually really enjoyed this goal uh, more than I probably should have uh, uh, when I did first see it. Aside from being upset, I actually said, ooh, golazo. So, you know what? That was my first instinct. I'm going to have to say golazo on this one. Ooh, it's 2-1, to one, Bobby. Mm. It's a golazo. Mm. Um, and by the way. You're going um, to look back at that, Lewis, and be upset about your, your decision. I'm telling you. When the golazo off comes. <laughs> when the golazo off comes. When the bracket comes out, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I have to say, um, big, big shout-out to uh, our boy, Madam Serrano, and uh, Jose. Because they've been sending us uh, Perfect. tweets. Perfect. With, uh, hey, guys, can I get a ruling on this? 
Colas or no. <laughs> um, never, never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that some uh, such a dumb thing uh, no, would, would catch on. So for those of you listening, please keep keep uh, keep keep that up. Keep bringing them. Yeah, uh, show, show us what, send you us what you think, and we'll vote on it for sure. That's what <laughs> yeah, I wanted. Ho, ho. I, that's what I wanted it to get to at a point. So I'm glad we're here. Yeah, and I'm really glad that actually that that. David actually, uh, if it's if it's him who actually sees it, he'll text us and hey guys, mm-hmm. was this a Golasso? Because you know, you know, Jose or Madam send us to us. I'm glad that it's not David. Like, yeah, it's a Golasso because everything is a Golasso. Yeah. So. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last but not, last but not least, guys, Orlando versus RSL. Orlando six game winning streak, not not lossless wins. Six of them. Uh, they go up uh, three to one against RSL. Uh, and I, as I feel the purple wave washing over me like Thanos is. Uh, is that just me? Okay, sorry. Um, things things don't start off rosy for uh, for for Orlando here. I, I would say they probably didn't show up to the game until about the 60th minute. Uh, because Bard. Bard. What's his name? I don't know what. Um, <laughs> so professional. <laughs> I know. Gets in behind the defense uh, to chip it past Bendik to make it 1-0 RSL in the 13th minute. Uh, he bangs another one off the post in the 33rd uh, to give Orlando a scare. Um, RSL hits the post again in the 49th minute. Uh, but in the 60th minute, Kleshin gets in behind. Beezer pokes the ball away from him. Uh, but Kleshin turns. Sends it into Dom Dwyer's equalized for Orlando. Uh, 63rd minute, Sané heads a corner in to put Orlando up 2-1. to one. And in the six, 78th minute, Dwyer's shot is saved by Armando. But Yotun cleans it up. It's 3-1. to one. Orlando, again, finds a way to win. Six in a row. Crazy. I'm not sure what to make of Orlando. I mean, on the one hand, you have six wins in a row. That is quite impressive for MLS. I mean, Atlanta doesn't even have six wins in a row. They have uh, more. But <laughs> they, no, they don't have more, well, actually. I think they, they, they had a four-game winning streak in the draw, and now they have like I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying they're undefeated longer, though. But, <laughs> right. Uh, let, let's go ahead and, and, and break down the teams that uh, – Orlando has beaten in this uh, winning streak. They they beat the New York Red Bulls. That was the B squad because uh, New York was still in the Champions League. Uh, they beat Portland, not a good team. They beat Philadelphia. That should speak for itself. They beat San Jose, haven't won on the road. They beat Colorado, and they just beat RSL. I mean, none of these teams like stand out and say that's a that's a major win. The the first three games of the season, they couldn't beat DC United at home. They couldn't beat Minnesota mm-hmm. at home, mm-hmm. and they lost to NYCFC. So they, you know, th- that was a, a legitimate loss right there. So their next game against Atlanta. Yeah. Game that. after that against Toronto. Game after that against NYCFC. I th- all good things come to an end, <laughs> and you're about to get hit pretty hard uh, in yeah. uh, in yeah. this next month. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we're going to see if Orlando is for real or were they just beating teams that they were really just supposed to beat. Well, here's the thing. Like this is like Orlando went on the whole like the 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 whole tour of what you expect the Galaxy was going to have. Um they capitalized. Right. They capitalized on those games that they should have won and they did. 
I mean, these were all games that were obvious, and if they lost it, it was their like they're bad, I guess. But it was just they're, they're it would have been there. It would have been stupidity onto 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 them, which is you know a reflectiveness on us. But um, I expected them to to beat RSL. I remember David texting us like, "Oh shit, RSL's up one," and I'm like, "Dude, relax. It's really early." Like I didn't send that text, but I was just like, "Yeah, calm down. It's all right. We got time." But um, look at I said this early on in maybe like week three, week four. Um, and I'll say it again. I'm going to take the stretch. I really do think this is the, the sunset of Raimondo. Um, it's over this year. Um, that's it. I know a lot of people wanted to say it last year, and I didn't believe it. And it wasn't because he did great last year. But this year is very different. Um, and let's just watch the sun go down in the colors of Days of Thunder, and it would be beautiful. <laughs> okay. Um, here, here's the thing. Uh uh, Orlando is currently sitting in third place in the Eastern Conference, an, an extremely competitive Eastern Conference. You got to remember that Toronto eventually um, will, will will be at the top of the standing, or you know, in the top three of the standings now. Um, just give it some time. Uh, Orlando, uh, nineteen points, uh, three points behind Atlanta, uh, one point behind NYCFC, but Orlando has a game on hand, so it's pretty impressive um, by Orlando's uh, thus far. It's a team that I felt could make the playoffs this season. I have them making the playoffs this season. I do too. But like I said, they have a tough schedule coming up, so it's going to be interesting to see how they respond to that. RSL for all the shit that we we uh, we give them for being so piss poor. Yeah, they got the exact same record as the Galaxy. So go figure. <laughs> well, that's why I'm not I'm not sticking up for the Galaxy. I'm I'm I'm, I'm you, when if you listen to what I'm saying, I throw a lot of jabs in there. Um but yeah. You do. You do. <laughs> anyways, uh You really do. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening to Ella is our house. This is MLS Recap Week 10. I'm here with David and Lewis. Good night everybody. Thanks for letting me talk again. Thank you, everybody. Make sure you listen to Balls and Beers so you know what we predict for next week and what we're talking about from last week. And make sure you listen to our Laser House episodes. Thank you. Bye. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hey, man, it's safe. Home safe. <laughs>